Hello, 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 everybody. This is Florine Fire, and this is Want to Play Some Games, Episode 5. Now, today we're going to be talking about For Honor. Today we're going to be talking about Rainbow Six Siege. We've got delays. We've got some news regarding Battlefield 5. I'm sure you guys have seen that trailer. Looks awesome. Um, but, you know, with that being said, guys, we're just going to go ahead and roll the intro and get into the episode real quick, and then we'll get this show right back on the road. guys i love that intro you guys know i love that intro um so today like i said in the intro we're gonna be talking about rainbow six siege um first we're gonna kick it off with for honor season seven that's right seven seasons of of, are have gone by in for honor since it released it doesn't seem like it released um that long ago but yeah here we are season seven now obviously um you know i know a lot of people aren't still playing fortnite or fortnite but for honor but it's still a great game. It's still fun, guys. Um, I play it pretty regularly. Um, I've got a couple friends of mine that I play it with. And uh, let, me, let me just tell you guys, that Centurion, man, that Centurion will mess you up. His his whole stamina draining, punch you in the face style of fighting, I'm all about punching people in the face. It's awesome. Um, so For Honor Season 7, guys is bringing a new game mode called Raining Inferno, and what that is, is it's Dominion, and from when I played it, it seems like it's random, but flame flame walls will literally show up around objectives. Um, maybe it has to do with how contested they are, like how many people are at them, but for me it just seemed random, and these flame walls will actually kill players outright that are caught in them for like longer than a period of like a second. Like You can roll through them, but if somebody like guard breaks you into them and you're stuck there for a second, you'll die. I mean, they, they'll kill you pretty quick. Um, but other than that, guys, it's just regular Dominion. So, you know, I'd recommend you guys get out there and play it. It's super, super fun. Um, you know, it's it's on all the on all the normal maps. And like I said, it's just normal Dominion outside of those flaming walls. But it's a super fun game mode. And the flaming walls do add an element of strategy, especially when you're at a point where the flaming walls show up at. Because if you're losing a fight, you can throw someone into those flaming walls and kind of get a come from behind victory and everything. And we all know that'll make someone rage real, real quick. Um, and, you know, those sweet, sweet tears of people that just get thrown off ledges and i'm like well you know you call it dirty i call it you should have been paying attention to your environment um you know so that's my personal belief is that if you're gonna fight near a ledge don't fight a guy like a raider who'll throw you off a ledge um the lawbringer who will push you off a ledge or the centurion who will kick you off the ledge spartan style um there's just there's just just not a smart thing to do, um, you know. When I te- when I when I play that game, I don't tend to fight peacekeepers in crowds where I can't maneuver very well because a peacekeeper has better maneuverability than me. So arguably, it's your fault you got thrown off the ledge and not mine. But um, 
you know, in addition to that, guys, you do get some unique items for playing the game mode. You do get some, uh, you get some emotes. You'll get some effects for your emotes. You'll get um, cosmetics. You can get armor and weapon pieces, uh, and it's all themed around that whole reigning inferno thing. In addition to that, season seven did do some hero rebalancing. I couldn't find anything really definitive on the hero balancing from what I read from people playing that had caught some patch notes beforehand. Um, they made Valkyries and Wardens. They tweaked them a little bit. I guess Valkyries now uh, won't be able to do their shield bash as much. And Wardens, I think, got a buff to make them more viable in regular combat. Um, I did see a lot of Wardens yesterday when I was playing, so that might be why. Um, but I didn't actually couldn't find anything regarding those patch notes. Um, I For Honor's website was no help, and from what I was trying to find on other websites, I just couldn't find anything that was really definitive as far as patch notes go. And I don't like to just speculate wildly on changes that have been implemented into a game. Um, so as far as that goes, guys, I mean, if you guys can find something, I really recommend you guys go out there before you um, get upset or get excited. Um, go out there and try to find something about those two characters. But, you know, for me, I'm a Centurion main. Um, I have the season pass for the game, so I have the Centurion for free. And just about the only character I really can't deal with is the Shinobi. I cannot deal with the Shinobi to save my freaking life. To anyone else, though, totally fine. The Centurion is just that good. Um... But that's for Honor Season 7, guys. It is live now. Raining Inferno is live now, and I think it goes until the 24th from what I saw. It was the 16th through the 24th. So it's a limited-time game mode, guys, so get out there. Definitely get out there and play. Try to earn some of those unique items because, you know, as we all know, when you guys earn unique items, especially in For Honor, those taunts and those effects and stuff like that, oh, man, those are just great. Those are just some of the best. I mean, and even like the... um. I think they discounted all of the the costume, cosmetic costume parts for one of the outfits you can buy for your characters. Um, it's the one with the demon face on it. Uh, um, oh, Lord. Uh, it's, it's like something like Infernal Vindication or something like that or, or something like that. But basically you get demon heads all over you. Uh, when you taunt, you get a demon's mask on your face that breathes fire, which, you know, who doesn't want that when they taunt? That's awesome. But um, so, yeah, guys, For Honor Season 7 is live now um go out there uh fight for your squad your fight for your team whichever allied group you're with the vikings or the samurais or the the european knights whatever whatever you guys are for man get out there and play the more people we get in for honor the more the the more that ubisoft is going to pay attention to it the better content we get um we've got to we've got to get some of those people back from rainbow six siege um speaking of rainbow six siege by the way they've got a new I guess you'd call it a campaign. It's a new set of missions for them. Now, I don't play Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I don't actually own the game. I wish I did. I play it every time it comes out on free play days. I have it downloaded, but I, and I play it on free play days, but I don't actually own the game because it's still like 50 bucks, I think, on the Xbox store. And I'm like, I'm not paying 50 bucks for Rainbow Six Siege. I'm just not... Uh, it's it's a matter of principle. It's an old it's an older game. It sh I get that it's still popular, but it should be cheaper than fifty bucks right now. But Microsoft has a business to run. I understand it. Um, but they're getting a new campaign thing called Grim Sky. 
And along with that, guys, we are getting a reconstruction of Consulate. They've added some walls to Consulate and taken down some others, I guess, to increase map flow and help break up some choke points is what they were talking about. And then they also did a complete reconstruction of the Hereford base. Now, from what I was seeing people talk about, the map looks completely different. Well, Hereford base, anyway, looks completely different than it did before they got this patch. Um, Hereford base is totally different now. Uh, I don't actually know what they changed exactly from what the way I was understanding it. It was just everything. They changed everything. And I'm like, well, okay, that's descriptive. I'll be sure to let my listeners know they changed everything. So there you go, guys. Uh, Hereford base is a totally different map now, and they probably shouldn't even be calling it Hereford base. But um, in addition to those map reworks, guys, we've got Maverick and Clash, two new operators coming. Clash is going to carry a shield similar to Montaigne, who I believe that's how you say his name, Montaigne or Montagan. I don't know. I say Montaigne. It's like champagne. Um, but her shield will actually have shot capabilities, and those shot capabilities will act like the little drone in the game that someone can deploy. Um, slows down enemies, deals a tiny bit of damage, uh, acts kind of like a stun. And um, in addition to that, guys, her shield, she won't be able to shoot around her shield, but she will be able to, uh, it does cover her body fully. And from the way I was seeing things talked about is basically she's supposed to be like bait and she's supposed to make enemies fire at her. So then your teammates will be able to pick off the enemies who are busy, focused, obviously, on the person with a shield walking towards them. So, and Maverick is... He's got a blowtorch that will let you burn through reinforced walls quietly. Now, I imagine his blowtorch could be worked, uh, could be used on regular doors and walls and stuff to kind of break them down. But he will be able to burn through reinforced walls. Um, from what I was reading, it does take a long time to burn through walls big enough for you to like get through. But what you can do from what I was seeing people were talking about strat-wise was, I guess, to burn holes in reinforced walls that you could shoot through and then throw smoke grenades through those holes and then use a thermal scope to shoot enemies through the smoke. Um, now, I don't know how viable that is, guys. Like I said, I don't play Rainbow Six Siege. So maybe it's super awesome. Maybe it's not. I don't know. That's just what I was reading. Um, but, you know, Rainbow Six Siege is a fun game. Um I'm definitely more the For Honor guy, more so than Rainbow Six Siege. I've never really been a big fan of Rainbow Six Siege. I like Rainbow Six games in general. I like Tom Clancy games in general. Uh, I think all the Tom Clancy games are just fan-freaking-tastic, especially like the Ghost Recon series. Um, That last Ghost Recon that came out, I think, in my opinion, has some of the best music and some of the best... Um, gameplay, especially the gunsmith that they took into Wildlands. Um, e- but even in Wildlands, it was a watered-down version of what was in that last... I think it was called like Advanced Warfighter or Future Soldier? Future Soldier. It was Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Um, that game was phenomenal. I loved that game to death. Uh, I, actually, I loved it so much that I bought it on my Steam account. And so, you know... Rainbow Six games are fun, and I do love the Rainbow Six games, but I just can't bring myself to pay $50 for Rainbow Six Siege. I know it's got a lot of content. I know it's got a lot of replayability, but my biggest thing is is that even in like For Honor, I can do well on my own, but Rainbow Six is such a team-based game. It's such so team-focused that I feel like I won't be able to, to play, play well with randoms because I don't 
know how they play. Um, none of my friends own Rainbow Six Siege. One of my buddies actually said he refuses to buy it because he's scared that um, all the people online are super powerful or like super good at the game, and so he doesn't want to be on the the shit end of the stick for until he learns the controls, which is fair. Um, you know, nobody wants to spend a bunch of time losing in a game because they're playing against people that are like super duper skilled. But if I'm not mistaken, Rainbow Six Siege does have a form of skill-based matchmaking. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, no, if you guys, if Rainbow Six is your, is your groove guys, you do you, you guys have a new, a good bit of content coming with two new operators and some rework, uh, some map reworks. It's actually a pretty rare thing, especially in a first person shooter, uh, is, is map reworks. So you guys are really, really lucky that Ubisoft is paying so much attention to you guys. But, um, that being said, guys, we're going to jump into, Oh, see show notes, show notes. Uh, Battlefield Five, Battlefield Five trailer, guys. Now, if you guys have seen it, I think it was Gamescom or something that they released this trailer at. And if you guys have seen this trailer, you'll know what I'm talking about. This looks awesome. It looks freaking awesome. Um, they did show a little bit of the Rotterdam map. Uh, is what I believe we saw. We saw um some some pretty good a good amount of multiplayer gameplay from what I was seeing. Um, but the one thing, guys, I want to talk about... Now, we all know Battlefield's going to have great multiplayer, because it always does. It always has great multiplayer. It's what Battlefield does. But what I want to talk about, guys, I want to talk about that Battle Royale. Now, at the la- at the end of the trailer, you might have missed this, because it acts kind of like a stinger at the end of a Marvel trailer, at the end of a Marvel movie. But at the end of the trailer, after the, the title card and everything like that, they showed about eh, 15 seconds of what I believe to be the Battle Royale mode. is what a lot of people believe about Battle Royale mode to be. Good lord, I can't talk. But, um, you know, I know I'm late to the party on this, guys, but I, I want to put in my two cents on this. So, the Battle Royale mode is going to, from what we can see, will have vehicles. We did see a tank uh, rolling around through there and breaking shit, which is awesome. But in addition to that, guys, uh, we also see that instead of, you know, the Fortnite has the storm, uh, PUBG has the electrical wall, the electricity wall, or whatever you want to call it. Um, it Battle Royale, Battlefield 5 Battle Royale will have fire, and it's a wall of fire, and it looks gorgeous, and it looks like a hellscape, and it looks incredibly awesome. Uh, I think the fire is going to add an extra level of tenseness because, you know, when electricity goes by you, you're like, eh, whatever. When the storm goes by, you're like, eh, whatever. But to see that wall of fire coming, I mean, (laughs) pun intended, but it's going to put a fire into your ass. You're going to want to run. Um, so, but from what we saw, guys, there's vehicles and and there's there's tanks, jeeps. There's going to be, um, from, uh, hopefully, you know, me and my buddies were talking about it and I told him, I said, I hope they, what they do is they give you a blank slate character and let you pick up your own gadgets, which would be awesome. So you have to go find the medical syringe. You have to go find the ammo box. And then even then those things, of course, cause it's battlefield five and it's attrition, those things are limited. So you have to choose when to use them and when to not use them. Um, you know, maybe you without, you'll be able to res without the syringe, but using the syringe reses you to full health or maybe using the syringe heals you instantly instead of having a revive animation at, um, you know, maybe without the syringe, you guys do like all 
the whole animation as if you're not a medic, but then with the syringe, it's like you're a medic and you just stab them and they get back up. Um, but I think that would add kind of an element to the battle Royale mode. We haven't really seen if they took away your class and made you find all your gadgets and made you find all your weapons and everything like that. In addition to being able to find vehicles and stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how vehicles will work in the game because if I'm not mistaken, battlefield five is using a system not dissimilar to battlefield one where you spawn in as the tanker class or the pilot class, which is specific to only those things. I might be wrong about that, but I'm, I think they are using a system at least similar to that. So I'm kind of curious to see if everyone is just going to be a tanker, like ba- like as a base skill to that way you'll be able to drive tanks or maybe they won't be doing that in the battle royale mode maybe in the battle royale mode tanks will be available to anybody but um you know i I just i really hope it works i think if anyone can pull off the battle royale genre i definitely think it's battlefield a lot of their matches already turn into pretty much a battle royale where it just turns into a giant completely just absolute mess of a game especially in um you know, Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 4, the last two editions, especially 1. 1 is, there's some moments in 1 that are pretty hectic. So I think that if anyone can pull off the Battlefield or the Battle Royale genre, it's definitely DICE. And I think it's definitely going to work in this Battlefield game, especially if they give it, I think, the people that don't play Fortnite, that like for me, the reason I don't play Fortnite um, is because it's just, I don't like the, the aesthetic of it. Uh, and I know that sounds like a, a, a dumb thing to 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 pick at, but I don't like the aesthetic of it. I don't like the arcadey feel. I don't like the the toony look to it. I don't like the shell shaded shell cell shaded everything. Good lord, still can't talk. Um, so I hope that Battlefield brings well dice rather brings a a grittiness to the battle royale genre that we haven't seen yet. I mean, PUBG's got realistic stuff but i'd really like to see uh um you know charred bodies and and people getting blown apart and stuff like that because we really don't get to see that even in PUBG. um so you know i'm really hoping that 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 brings that kind of an element to the battle royale genre i think that'll really help cement the feeling of Ten, the, the tense feelings you experience in a battle royale game would be even more tense, like I said, with the between the wall of fire behind you and seeing dudes get their get their legs blown off by grenades or what have you. I think that'll really kind of give you that saving Private Ryan kind of feel, which is going to be awesome. And it looks like that's kind of what they're going for in the game is definitely a much more dramatic and cinematic experience as opposed to a arcadey lighthearted kind of comedy experience. Um, it worked really well for Battlefield 1 where they took it to a really dark place, even amongst World War One. Um, especially if you guys played those campaign missions. Some of those campaigns were dark. Um, the Bedouin missions come to mind with Lawrence of Arabia. Those were all really dark. Um, the, uh, the missions in uh, Gallipoli with the Runner... Those missions ended on a really sad note. Um, you know, that's I think that's the important takeaway here is I don't think any of the campaigns in, in Battlefield 1 ended on a high note. I don't think any... They all ended on pretty sad or depressing places to end on. So, you know, 
I think if they brought that into World War Two and they brought that in and they brought all of that into the Battle Royale mode, I think that would really help set the tone for Battle Royale games going forward. Um, and I don't think I think what I would like to see is is a Fortnite response to the Battlefield Battle Royale mode in one of their seasons after it launches, um, because it's it's super important, guys. It's you at the point where Fortnite has pretty much skyrocketed between Fortnite and PUBG, guys. They have skyrocketed the Battle Royale genre so far that even AAA companies, you know, a la Dice. Um, who is it making the next Battlefield? Is it Infinity Ward that does the Black Ops games? I think, yeah, it's Infinity Ward that does the Black Ops games. Um, you know, you've got big, big, you know, these are companies, guys, that, that are huge. They turn hundreds of millions of dollars on a game release, and these guys are imitating Fortnite and PUBG with the Battle Royale game mode. So it's it's big. It's we're in the middle of it, guys. We're in the middle of a of a of a revolution of you, if you will, of of game modes. And battle royale is the next coming one. Um, you know, and and we're gonna move. Speaking of, you know, taking it to a dark place and ending on a sad note, guys. We're gonna end this show with uh, some delays, and then um, I know I know I mentioned earlier I've got some news about Patreon, but um, you know, Spyro reignited, um, which my wife was super excited for guys. She was super excited for Spyro reignited. Um, the, it's the remastered Spyro trilogy coming out and it's going to be on Xbox one. It's going to be on PS4 and I think it's going to be on steam. I'm not entirely sure about the PC release, but I know it's going to be on the two consoles and I think it's going to be on switch as well. It was delayed. Um, the developer said that it's just not ready for launch yet. They want to polish it up a little more and make sure that it's, it's ready. To, it's rare to go. And it's gotten pushed back to November 13th of this year. Uh, it was slated for a September release, but not anymore. And um, Tropico 6 has also been pushed back. Tropico 6, for the same reasons, pushed back to January of 2019 for PC and summer of 2019 for consoles, guys. So even for console players, we might not see it until... We're not going to see it earliest until mid-next year, um, realistically, probably fall of next year, because as we all know, especially in the modern AAA development and the modern game development cycle, things don't always go as you plan, um, You know, and sometimes delays are necessary, especially this past year. We've had a lot of delays come out. There's been a lot of backlash towards companies that have been releasing unfinished products, so a lot of companies have been trying to make sure their titles are right before they release, which is awesome. And that being said, guys, that brings us to the end of our podcast. And before I go, I just want to say a couple things. Um, as of this podcast going out, guys, Patreon will have a new uh, tier for donations for all you maniacs out there. Now, if you're crazy um, or maybe you just want to be um, – maybe you just want to be like just extra awesome – or maybe you're just you love me that much. I don't know what it is, um, but um, Patreon's gonna have a new tier out there, and it's gonna be the hundred dollar tier. And I don't know, hold on, it's I I can hear you going, oh my god, right now. But hear me out. This tier is going to exist every up to five hundred dollars, so you can donate. Um, for every hundred dollars, you can donate in hundred dollar increments. And 
what will happen is I will actually, um, if you donate a hundred dollars, if you're crazy enough, then what I will do is I will ask that you send me your email either on Patreon or on Facebook or on Twitter or something like that. And I will ask that, you know, I will ask you, I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this. Um, so you'll, you, let's suppose you, okay, starting over, you donate a hundred dollars to the podcast. You're awesome. Uh, you get everything, all of the tiers below that. So you'll get to a new segment will be named. Uh, you'll get, let's see, what do you get? You get access to the mailbag and that's a permanent feature. Um, you'll get a shout out on the podcast, which is going to seem trivial compared to what I'm going to, uh, give you what I'm, what I'm about to say. Um, in addition to that, you also get the ability to name a segment or create a segment. I think was the $15 one. Was that, was that one? Um, if you're crazy enough to donate a hundred dollars or maybe you just are, like I said, maybe you just love me that much as a podcaster. Um, the new podcast that gets created at that hundred dollar mark, if you donate a hundred dollars will be, you will get to name it. You will be featured in, it will be, you know, the, the, the name you choose and then it'll be presented by, and it'll be your name or a name of your choosing. Um, so that, you know, you, if you don't want your, your actual name out there, you can send an alias. Um, and you will get to decide what, what the, um, you know, what the topics are for being polled. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to give you total control over it cause I don't even have total control over what I, what I would create. Cause I want to pull the community and everything, but yeah, it, it will be up on the Patreon guys. So you can go check it out. You get a full list of benefits there, but yeah, basically what'll happen is you'll get to create, I'll, I'll, if you donate a hundred dollars and, and you're crazy, I will give you complete and almost, almost complete and total creative control over the next podcast that gets put out. Um, you'll get to name it. It'll be presented by, and then your name or an alias or anything like that, something like that. Um, I also guys, I want to give a shout out to you guys because the podcast views, um, I get metrics and everything like that every week and the podcast views are trending upwards. Still, we are trending up. Um, you guys have been sharing, you guys have been telling your friends, or maybe you're just, you know, you've got a million different bot accounts and you're all listening on one. I don't know. You guys are awesome though. Um, podcast views are still trending upward, but you know, get out there, follow me on, on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, follow me on, um, go on Patreon, subscribe to the Patreon guys. You can donate as little as $1 to the podcast and that gets you a shout out on the podcast, your name. Um, and you know, actually I, before I go, uh, you know, you guys are awesome and everything, but I actually got, I was playing the other night and I got a message from a guy I was playing battlefield with my buddies and I got a message from a guy and I recognized his name cause I, he, we had, I recognized the people he was playing with. Um, I recognized battle beast. I recognized, um, there was a couple other people on his team that, that rec- but I recognized him from this squad because when we, he was, if he wasn't, if my squad wasn't a squad in battlefield, his squad was a squad in battlefield and it would, it would flip flop a lot. Um, and if, 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 even if when he wasn't a squad, we, you know, he was right on my squad's heels as far as points were concerned. He was him and him as him and his squad were always up there pretty high. But, um, 
Uh, his name was oh Lord Totenkampf, I think was his name, um, if I'm remembering right. But uh, he actually talked to me about my my gamer tag, which is the same as my podcasting name here. Uh, it's Florian Fire, and then he talked about my um, my gamer profile picture and everything like that and said, you know, that he, he thinks it works to instill a sense of like, it's like psychological warfare. And he thinks that it, it kind of messes with the enemy team and fucks with them a little bit. And, um, you know, especially when me and my squad are always at the top of the leaderboard and, you know, he, he's like, you know, I, I think you're, it's, it's a little bit of psychological warfare and it kind of fucks with you guys. It fucks with the enemy team a little bit. And he said, but you know, if you're ever looking for a player, to, to play with because you're solo or something, you know, you can always hit me up and, you know, play with me and Battle Beast and everybody. And I was like, oh, you know, that's awesome because they're an awesome squad from what I was seeing. The, uh, Battle Beast is a beast in that A7V heavy tank. But, um, you know, I just, it was one of those things, guys, that I thought was just really funny. And I'm like, I told him, I was like, you know, if you like my name, you should type it into Spotify or, or something, you know, check out my podcast and everything like that. And he was like, oh, certainly. And, just a really cool guy and it's interactions like that guys it really gives me really gives me faith in humanity um i you know playing on playing online games for many many years now it's not very often i have a positive message come through my my messaging system on xbox live um i think the last one that i got a message from was someone who could not speak very or at least couldn't write very good english um basically throwing insults at me because I had killed him a bunch of times. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. If you don't want to get killed, then don't play battlefield. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Totenkampf is, is an awesome guy. If you guys see him out there on the battlefield, um, tell him I said, what's up. He's a cool guy. His squad is awesome. If you can get into his squad, guys, get into his squad. He will, him and his team will carry you very, very far. Uh, especially, like I said, Battle Beast is is amazing in that that A7V. I think in one game he went like 25 and one or something like that in that A7V. Like it was nuts. Um, but with that being said, guys, that brings us to the official end of the podcast. I'm gonna try and get some more bonus episodes out there for you guys. Uh, I've been super busy this week. You know, this isn't my full time job, guys, but I love doing it for you. It's one of my favorite hobbies I think I've ever picked up. Um, and you know, if you guys want to hear more of me, go out there onto that Patreon and subscribe, um, donate some money or go follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, uh, share me on, share my page on Facebook, Facebook. And, um, you know, always, as always guys, don't forget to have fun. Um, you know, we can be very competitive sometimes, but in the end, it's all just video games. It's all just good fun guys. So, my name is Florian Fire. This has been Wanna Play Some Games, and I will catch you guys next time.